Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of The Gimme. I'm your host and resident horse girl, Kathleen DeMarle. Um, I'm very excited for this week's guest. He is so funny. He has a podcast called The Geek Show Podcast. Uh, you can find his comedy tape. I guess it's your special on Dry Bar. Um, and he also has a hilarious web series called Full Feather Friday, which you have to check out. We have on the very funny Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's going on? What, how you doing? I'm, I'm okay. I was about to ask you the same thing. I'm just smiling, honestly. Like, it's, it's so nice to talk to comics. I miss, I miss being around funny people. And not to say that the people I regularly... Oh, man, I'm just, I'm just crapping on, <laughs> on my friends right now. But I mean, like... But uh, yeah, I, 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 I miss, get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I miss being around uh, people that are funny and do their taxes for it. And so like, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I, I actually like that. I like what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's um, being around comedians is very different than being around like uh, normal people. So like missing those friendships is a hard thing to explain, but it's so true. It is very right. difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking. I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, well, like a coworker. You know, we're we're not at that level yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but like he, he's he's a nice guy that I I, I trust and I can confide in. And I was, you know, he's cool to talk to. But I'm like, ah, he's not a comic. He doesn't he doesn't know real pain yet. He doesn't know like, you know, he he hasn't had like things are going well from his parents or you know he's cool with his parents. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, ah, come on. Man. I need so I need somebody that really gets it. Yeah. Well, you've been uh doing some outdoor shows though. Like it seems like you're getting some gigs and doing some stuff. Yeah, I've I've been grateful and very uh, fortunate um to you know, like I'm I'm new to I'm new to the Boston comedy scene. I've only been here about a year and I'm I'm super grateful everybody here is is super kind, super super appreciative. The the audiences here are are great. I'm from where I came from and, and, you know, I'm originally from Los Angeles. I started in Salt Lake city. Right. Um, the audiences are a little bit different, you know, they're, they're great audiences, but for good, for, for different reasons. But here it's like, it's just a, it's a great melting pot of, of a certain kind of audience that I appreciate. And the outdoor shows have been wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I can't imagine that outdoor shows are going to continue on for much longer as it gets colder, but like yeah. get them when you can, you know? Yeah, get you like well honestly it's just about getting the reps because um you know I did do an indoor I was I was fortunate enough to do an indoor show in Foxborough um at comedy scene and that was and that was a good time and if honestly if I if I'm being I felt weird it was the first show back at comedy scene uh since March yeah and you know we like we anybody in New England you if you know Foxborough, that's like Chris Tabs, like oh yeah, like, you know what I mean. So it, like it felt weird because I was like, I, all right, I, Chris Tab, you know, shout out to shout out to Tab, he had foot surgery, yeah, so he's down for the count. So I'm like, I, I'm y'all called up the next energetic black guy y'all got. So I'm like, all right, like let's. I'm, but I'm, he has so much energy. It's like yeah. It's more I'm than not that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did a video shoot with him a couple months ago and he showed up in like the loudest print outfit I've ever seen and he had to do slam poetry and he just like ripped this poetry like from nowhere, just out of nowhere. And we were laughing so much that they had to like tell us to like be quiet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love I love that guy, but yeah, yeah it, it, it's uh you 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 miss it you you love the art like 
you know, I hate to get all super passionate, but, uh, you know, I was with Drew Dunn, Mike Hanley, shout out to them. And we were, we sat and just talked about how much we missed the, the hustle and grind of it. Like mm-hmm. handing out your cards after the show, the meet and greet, you know, like getting new headshots. Like you got to kind of start kind of like all over in a way, you know, yeah. and, and it it's kind of fun. I've been doing comedy long enough, but I feel like I'm starting all back over and it, you know, I actually had to, it was like, Oh snap. Like what, what, what do I wear tonight? Like, you know, and, do I, should I, what kind of fit should we go for? Should I show them like, yo, I, I, you know, I go out the house sometimes, you know, or do I like try to like, you know, just, just look a little bit regular or, you know, but then I felt like the, the, the Chris tab pressure, no, like no, no joke. I thought about getting me like a really loud shirt and like the hyper flight (laughs) of foam composite Nike Scotty Pippins. Yeah. Just to, just to like capture that energy because I, I I really miss being around that dude. So yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. I get excited. I, I, and before I before we jump into the topic, I have to say the last show I saw you at Lloyd Legacy Sharp. I've never seen him more excited <laughs> to see another human being on the planet. That makes than yo, you. That makes he was like, so excited. That, I love that dude and. Honestly, it's like I see a lot of myself in in Loy in 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 a in a cool way because it was I rem I remember being like the upbeat positive comic the you know like in my old scene sure. in Salt Lake City the, like the, there's still like a amongst the my my buddies back in uh, Salt Lake City they they're like oh here comes positive J you know <laughs> c- keeping it funky on the positive tip and so like. It just to see another soul, especially another, especially another black soul, like just be so upbeat, so positive, so supportive of everybody in the scene. It's like it's it's real fun to be around. So yeah, anytime anytime I anytime I see Lloyd, I'm like, all right, it, 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 it's it's like we're from we're we're similar, and and I love that dude. I, I got mad I got mad respect for that dude. Love yeah, that he is like one of the he's everywhere. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You know. So he's a good dude. Energy. Yeah, he's got great energy. So I brought you on this podcast to talk about childhood obsessions. And when I asked you, I got a lot that you had a lot, it seems like. Yeah. 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 I was yeah, like when I couldn't narrow it down because I was I was that kid that was into comic books like a lot and I was into you know my cartoon shows like okay let's 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 get it out of the way i'm you know um i'm an only child i was an only child found, okay. you know and i have but i do have a sister uh and so like yeah it was i had a weird childhood like well it was a normal childhood but like there there was a Look, I have a sister, okay? She's awesome, okay? Okay, it, it, okay. Yeah, like, that's, that's family business. All right, fair. <laughs> but, um, it, it, and she's one, she's absolutely wonderful, and I love her. But, um, my parents, my parents split when I was early. Okay. Like, when I was a young kid. So they, they split early. So a lot of times I was kind of a latchkey kid. I learned how to cook on my own. I, I was always looking for adventure. So Calvin and Hobbes was like my jam. Yeah. You know, and, and Voltron, like, so yeah, that's right. Ooh, I'm, so I'm, let's I'm see. So I'm gonna here. say, I'm gonna say off a list of all of them for our listeners, for the listeners. So you said Transformers, Street Fighter, Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. Voltron, and yeah. GI Joe. Yeah. And I want to know, like, which of these yeah, came first? And I left off Double Dragon. What is Double Dragon? Oh, you don't know about Double Dragon? Yo, Double Dragon was like crazy dope. Like, what is it's, Double it's, Dragon? It's an it's a Nintendo game. It's like it's about Jimmy and Billy and their girlfriend gets well, not their girlfriend. They're not they don't have like some weird Nintendo polyamory <laughs> thing going on. But like I think it was Billy's girlfriend. I don't know. It's ca- it's classic, you know, like '90s tropes where like the girlfriend gets captured and it's like, yo, ah. brother, help me out. It was it was basically like Super Mario Brothers. Okay. But with, but with like, if they wore like uh, sleeveless t- uh, shirts, you know what I mean? Like, and, and listen okay. to like 
Pantera. That's that's really all it was. And so it's a beat 'em up. Yeah. And they they're they're there to just rescue, you know, uh the girlfriend. Okay. And I'm, so yeah, like Yeah. It's a it's a video game, you know Contra, all See, that stuff. I, was, I didn't I grow up guy. with video games, so I so I didn't know. We had I we didn't have with, video if games. If I'm curious, what'd you grow up with? Like, uh, we had Game Boy, but like that was it. So Pokemon, okay. that was probably the okay. only game we played. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I res- and I respect that journey. Like I'm a yeah. little bit older than you, so like it, it, you know it, it, it's it's more so like that was that was just my personal jam. Yeah. Um, my, I think Voltron and Transformers came first because as I told you earlier, my parents split early. Okay. So my fifth birth, my fifth birthday, my birthday's in September and my, and then we had Christmas. Yo, that, that first divorce Christmas. Woo. Woo. Yo. Good or bad? Good. Good. I got okay. all it. Ooh, I got all the toys like i had like michael jackson's bad on vinyl i had uh i had like a bunch of transformers i got like a drum set for no reason like the electronic like uh and then i got my favorite which was the die cast metal of voltron okay and and so like voltron to me was just was just cool because it was about five six people Mm-hmm. you know joining forces to you know with their individual lions and all the lions came from different parts of the world like there was an earth one there was a, a water one a fire one a forest one and then there was the black one which i guess meant just i don't know unity but there was no black people or whatever but um yeah like it was voltron was just a dope cartoon to me because it was like all right so we're fighting against aliens and every time the one thing i do remember about I haven't watched Voltron in forever, but the one thing I remembered was like, it's a 20 minute show, but as soon as Voltron does Blazing Sword, go you like like you could just get up and leave. Cause you like, know that alien's about to get the monster's about to get just crushed. He's done. He's done, yeah. Yeah, once he goes, once he goes, here we go. Blazing sword, and he goes. <laughs> and I was like, and so I was like, yo, that's that's a wrap. So that was that was like my first kind of foray, and, and that and, was like when you were young. That sounds like when you were like, f- like five or six. Yeah, and yeah. so I gotta give a shout out to like my my quote unquote brother. Uh, we've known each other since we were literally like four months old. We're born twenty six days apart. Okay, and uh, so he's like I refer to I refer to Brandon as, as my brother. Uh, we're not blood related at all. We just grew mm-hmm. up in the same daycare. And okay. so we grew up, we grew up with Voltron, uh, Transformers, Thundercats, all like, so we were, and we were both only child. So like, we just kind of, we were always hanging out and we yeah. were always, that's how we would bond was through Double Dragon. Like we saw like, yeah, like Double Dragon. It was like about the, you know, the dude got his girlfriend capped and he's like yo or like she got kidnapped and so it's like hey brother will you help me get my girlfriend back and so it was just like that was like our thing yeah and not that we was not that we were just like out there five years old getting our girlfriends kidnapped no like we were but it was just like we knew that we knew that he would i knew he would ride for me yeah he was like your ride or die he was my ride or die he still is my ride or die that's my homie so when did transform did Transformers? That must have been around the same time as Voltron, right? Like that, yeah, was, that was around all, the same time. That yeah. was all the same time. Yeah, that was all the same time. Transformers was like dope to me because it was you know it was cars. It was cars versus planes, which somehow does not make sense. Right. You know they should have no tactical advantage at all. Yeah. Uh, but you know eventually the autobots got planes and then the eventually the decepticons got a couple cars and then like the playing field was leveled and, but there were these two uh lamborghinis okay that 
uh, Sunstreak and Sideswipe. Wow, I am really nerding out on you right now. Yeah, you're like, it's funny because I talked to Andrew Mayer, I don't know, maybe like two months ago about Transformers. And he was like, yeah. I don't remember any of their names. And I was right. like, okay, but you, you have, you remember. Yeah, like, so, no, like we, uh, so Sunstreak was the yellow one. He was the yellow Lamborghini. And then uh, Sideswipe was the red. And like, that that was like me and my brothers. That was like our cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they were like so. The, and then there was another one. There was like and there was Prowl, and I think there was like no, not Hound. Hound was the Jeep, but Prowl had like a brother car as well. And Prowl okay. was like a like a cop car, but it it happened to be like a like a Datsun what? for whatever reason. That's yeah, I don't okay. know. It, okay. it was the it was the eighties. People, Datsuns were Datsuns were a thing. So okay. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that that was where my obsession with Transformers kind of became, because it was just the idea that you could just be. They could blend in like they were aliens, but they could blend in wherever they went because they were just like, all right, we're you know I'm gonna yeah. transform into this this hoopty right quick. And did you have a favorite uh, Transformer? Um, it sounds like you kind of did but yeah my my favorite transformer uh still to this day uh is sky warp god it's amazing i get laid uh (laughs) (laughs) good god oh my god uh it's like that that sounds like as soon as i say that that is not a uh that is not an, an enticing intimate thing to say sky warp there's nothing like it's so funny though because like it didn't take you long. Like you just spit that out. Like it was, yeah, yeah it was just there. So, all right. Well, allow me to nerd out more uh, because so Skywarp is. <laughs> <laughs> so Skywarp. Oh my God. Skywarp is a Decepticon. And uh, you may remember uh, like, the, do you, do you, do you, are you up on like your, how's your Transformers game? I, the only knowledge of Transformers I have is two things. One was an old coworker who had a Transformers tattoo. Okay. And uh, the other being like the new movie series with Megan okay. Fox. Yeah. Okay. Which is, which is fine. So I grew up on like the, the, the 80, 80s the Transformers joint, which yes. is like insane. I used it just, if you ever get a chance, just, just watch it. It's, it's so bad and it's so good. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, so Skywarp, so like the Autobots would fight the Decepticons. The Decepticons usually had had planes or they transformed into like rockets or like cassette tapes. Yeah. Like dead serious. And so there was these three um, F-15 uh, fighters. Okay. That the, that the Decepticons were transformed. And you may be familiar with Starscream. Do you, does that name ring a bell? It sounds familiar. He was the guy that was always trying to overthrow Megatron, which was the, ah, the, the bad yes, guy. So, yes. okay. So, all right, now we're tracking. So, Starscream was the leader of the Seekers, which was the, the Seekers were the, were the F-15s. Okay. And so, the, there was a Thunder, there was Thunderclap, and then there was Skywarp. And Skywarp was my favorite because my favorite colors are like, my favorite color scheme or my palette, so aesthetic or whatever, <laughs> yeah. is... Uh, is like a uh, black, purple, and and pink. It kind of looked like a '90s synth wave or yeah. vibe to it. So like, like if you look at Skywarp, like you type in Google Skywarp and Seekers, and aesthetically, that is the to me that is the superior F-15. And okay. like, so the F-15 Strike could go a beautiful plane that is still fighter uh, fighter plane that is still utilized in the greatest Air Force, which is uh, the United States Air Force. Thank you. So I want to give a shout out to them. So yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. How do you went full geek on that one? And that's why I do a podcast called the Geek Show Podcast. How do I get laid? (laughs) And uh, have you seen? I mean, I'm assuming you are sound by the sounds of it. It sounds like you're still into the Transformers. So I'm assuming you've Mm. seen the movies. The new movies. movies. And what's your take on like how they portrayed the Transformers in the new movie series? Um, hold on. There's a massive like stink bug and stink bug in my oh, room. Oh no! I know it just well. It's it's fine. It's like it's it's chilling. It just fl- flew very loud. Welcome to New England. Yeah. Okay. Um. What did I think of the Transformers movies? Okay, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Did not like. 
did yeah. i mean like the first one was 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 okay you know i of course like they had the 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 black autobot which was jazz and he gets killed first so i was like all right oh, that's well. right yeah yeah i was like all right there's some classic 90s tropes for you you know uh the the one cool autobot is like yo what's up and i'm trying to holla and come on suckers you know, like it's it's so corny, but like yeah, so when he yeah. so when he when he got killed first, I was like, all right, well, that kind of sucks. But then I was like, well, that 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 was they they were kind of like pandering. So, but then they came back with Transformers Two with mm-hmm. Revenge of the Fallen. Why? How do I get laid? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and I saw okay. I saw Transformers Two in the in the movie theater by myself. You didn't. Wait, hold on. Because you're married, right? Mm-hmm. So did you not know your wife at the time? Or like, oh, no, did this you just is, not have is... friends that wanted to see it? All my friends were deployed. I, I was, I was, uh, I'm, a military, okay. I'm a military guy. So my friends were deployed and I was the one that stayed behind on this particular rotation. Yeah. So um, I was like, I want to go see Transformers too. Yeah. And I went and saw it in the theater and that was even worse because... Oh my god! Like the the more you ask questions, the more I realize, like, oh yeah, you really you really did grow up like that. Uh, that's where like they introduced what? the like constructicons. <laughs> I I grew up like what? Yeah. Well, like, cause I just grew up this geeky kid. Oh uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like, but and so yeah, Transformers Two is where they introduced the constructicons. Yep. And those are like my favorite big. Be- as a kid, those were like my favorite because those are called the combiners. Okay. Oh god! <laughs> like every time I reveal more information, I'm like <sighs> you're like I'm gonna regret this later. Yeah. Uh, so the combiners were like the constructicons were like a bad version of Voltron, like an evil version of Voltron. Okay. Okay. So they they were uh, they were construction uh, things that like a bulldozer, a digger, right. uh, uh, yeah, and so they all form up to form this. A thing like called Devastator. Thing. Yes, yes, yeah. I remember the Devastator. Yeah. yeah, but then they had these two very like Jar Jar Binkish, Binkish type of uh, characters that were. They were like, "What's up, y'all?" Yeah, they had these other Autobots that were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were mad problematic. They're like, "Yeah, let me get a bucket of chicken. That's what I run on. I don't run on diesel fuel. I run on chicken grease." You know what I mean? They might as well have said that. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. But then there was Transformers Three, which it was it, it was fine. And then Transformers Four made a, a former friend of my well, I won't say former friend. He's always my friend, but he, he uh, he's no longer with us. Uh, it made him actually physically sick. Same with like he, me. Transformers Four. Yes, I threw Are up. Are you serious? I threw up. You threw up afterwards. Yes. Swear to oh. Sw- Kathleen, swear, swear to, to god. god yep swear to god swear to god i'm trying so hard not to curse right now but i mean like it, it, it it's it, oh my god my god rest his soul jimmy martin he's a, he was a he's a film critic mm-hmm. great guy look him up he used to, he used to do a show called big movie mouth off and his review of it was like it made me puke like yes. this was a real thing he, he he oh my god i thought he was the only one no you were no, there too I and did. by the time that and by the time the Dinobots show up, I didn't even care anymore. Yeah. I didn't it even was, care. I yeah. was just like, it was so god awful. Yeah. I, uh, I think when I went to see that movie, the theater only carried it in like 3D or something. So you had to like wear the glasses and right. spend more money to go. Right. And I got so sick that I remember we were in Chicago. I was visiting my parents at a hotel and I had to like run back and like throw up. It was so bad. Oh my God. Like, yes, we, we would always laugh about this story. Like, yo, like, cause we always laugh about Transformers four dark side of the moon or whatever the heck it was. And it, I'm just like, Oh my God, it made Jimmy puke. And there. There's got to be more out there. There's more of us out there. There's got to be. Listeners, viewers, if you're watching, (laughs) if you're watching and if you saw Transformers 4 and you vomited, you regurgitated and you want to share with Michael Bay your thoughts, if he hurt you, please call 
Autobot, okay? And we can help you and we can, we, oh my God. Yeah. There, and there, the, there's, the, there's gotta be more like y'all. Yeah, and the plot of the movie wasn't even that, like it wasn't worth getting physically sick to watch that movie. Yeah, it was not. It was too long. Uh, yeah. TJ Miller, I do remember TJ Miller's death scene, which was quite hilarious. Oh yeah, like because he got like he got like like lava frozen or whatever. I don't know. And, yeah, and then he like exploded. It was funny. It, like I don't know, but yeah, that movie yeah. was terrible. But yeah. trans- Transformers are dope. I I still prefer my '80s version. Skywarp all day. F-15s. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So now talk to me about Street Fighter. Street Fighter is that is that a game or is that a comic? That is a that is a game that turned into a uh, that turned into a comic that also turned into a horrible movie by with starring Jean Claude Van Damme from who was from the muscles from the muscles of Brussels yes. who played uh, Colonel excuse me Colonel Guile of the United States Air Force. Uh, if you, I've, this is the, the second time I've mentioned the military. Um, it, this sounds so silly, but uh, there's a character in in the game called guile his like okay you know, and he's a he's a military guy he's 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 your he's your you know he's your call of duty archetype but with like hair that's just way out of regulation okay you know i'm, I'm picturing like a mohawk or something it's it's a mohawk but it's frayed out like it with oh. like yeah it, it like when you get yeah when if we just google it, it after it, like, okay oh that's not you'll yeah. you'll even if you like, do you know anybody in the military besides me? Uh, yeah. I mean, not okay. close, but a few old coworkers. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you saw like a, you you have an idea of what a military haircut is. Yes. Like, yeah. and so as soon as you Google Guile, you're like, oh no, that's that's just absolutely wrong. You know, yeah. like, I don't care what version of special ops you work in. That that you're wrong. So and, uh, Guile was you know U.S. Air Force, and so like. It, it's weird. I, looking back on it, I think I was more. I've been in the Air Force for a long time, and I think about my mother working around the Air Force, uh, me loving Skywarp as the F four. Excuse me, the F fifteen. Uh, Guile as an as an Air Force Colonel fighting. I'm like, wow, this this kind of shaped me. And then like uh, Voltron, you know, people from all over joining up to fight as one. Well. Oh my god. I was going to ask because I, I was like, oh, it's starting to sound like this all connects. Like, did you get inspired to join the Air Force by any of these obsessions? I, I probably would say yes. I mean, like the, the, the easy answer is yes. You know, uh, the answer for my therapist is let's explore that. And sure. it, it's just like, it's just like, <laughs> um, I don't I. I I feel like I feel like the answer is yes. You know, yeah. but I, I wanted to I wanted to I always wanted to do music as a kid and I wanted to be a performer. I always wanted to be on stage. So yeah, it's a mixture of both. Sure. So, yeah. Now, the one thing that stands out, because like four of these things seem to have similarities, but like Calvin and Hobbes is very different than like gi joe and the transformers and all that sort of stuff right, right, right. Yeah. so how did you get into the calvin and Hobbes stuff how did i get into the calvin and Hobbes stuff like any other kid in second grade the scholastic book fair y'all oh my god you're the first guest that's brought up the scholastic book fair be, 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 be. <laughs> yeah like no i was all about that and the school I went to, um, they had the Scholastic Book Fair, and there was uh, I ordered my first book, which uh, I think it was like uh, it was the it was like I think it was his, it was Bill Watterson, the creator of Calvin and Hobbes, his second book, like something about mutant zombies or I can't remember. Okay. But I I I saw all I just saw was a, it was a comic, and I it, it it had a fake, you know, a tiger and a little mischievous kid. And I was like, this seems like something I would be interested in. And I, I mean, I picked that up and I just didn't look back. I was like, I need to have all of this. And I, I got absolutely enamored with uh, Calvin Hobbes just because 
he had such a vivid imagination imagination he, he had a knack for mischief just like i did uh he was a, he was an only child uh and had a he was big into dinosaurs he's big into like sci-fi and mm-hmm. and you know he his, Hobbs was his imaginary friend and i never had like an imaginary friend as, as a kid but you know like companionship and like he it it actually made me think about like the snow because i grew up in los angeles so i never knew what a toboggan was i never knew like i never knew sledding you know what i mean like yeah, i never yeah. i never thought of this and like and and then bill waterson's uh use of vernacular for this kid who's like in six years six seven years old and he's using words like transmogrify and like i'm like oh wow like uh he like calvin clearly had a uh, he was very intelligent yeah for for his age and so i was just like i really got into that because i was also big into you know i still am i'm still big into hip-hop and you know i was big into lyrics and lyricism sure. so like in a way sometimes there'd be some words in there or something some concepts i didn't understand so it it, it made me read more and like i had and you know, I don't want to brag, you know, but <laughs> we was an enci- we was an Encyclopedia Britannica house, okay? Hey, so it, we were <laughs> too, gang. You know, like so, you know, I would look up stuff that he would talk about, and so, and I got really into dinosaurs, and I, it, it 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 really got me into comic strips. So I started drawing. Yeah. Um, you know, I would draw dinosaurs a lot, and and then, and then it got me into superheroes. So I would draw. Um, a lot of superheroes and you know I like I just I don't know I just I gravitated uh I even wrote letters to Bill Watterson uh I wrote yeah I wrote letters to Bill Watterson as a kid and uh my my grandmother god rest her soul she was in Kansas City Missouri mm-hmm. and when uh, I went to go, I would go visit I would say the summers with her and I I knew that the publishing company that would print Calvin Hobbes was in, was located in Missouri. And I was like, grandma, can we go? I thought Bill Watterson was there. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. when like you're young, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So I was like, Oh, we have to go there and I have to like, uh, I, I, I gotta let him know how much I think of the comic and I want to be a comic. I want to be a, a cartoonist just like him. And I was, I, yeah, I wanted to be a cartoonist. Honestly, that's what I wanted. Yeah. To well, I mean, did he ever write you back? Did you ever get any, response back from those letters no no i I, not that i recall like i mean and it may have it may have showed up at my grandma's house after i went back to california she's like what is this yeah yeah (laughs) you know she probably thought it was a bill or something but who knows i bet you his use of large words was probably like what you did where you like went and looked it up or like read more was probably the whole point of him putting those words in there you know right yeah well and 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 calvin was just funny and he was he was relatable in a way he had he had Susie, who like you could tell he had like a crush on but like didn't know how to really um and he would always he would always pick on his mom and try to play pranks on his mom like i would and it's it spilled over to my personal life sure you know like because uh, he would always like hide under the bed and try and scare his mom or something, or he'd find some way to like just just mess with his mom. And so I remember uh, my mother; she had aloe, aloe vera plants. She still to this day has aloe vera plants. Okay. Uh, around the house, and yeah. so I don't I don't know what your skin ca- skincare game is like, but <laughs> if um, if you take an aloe vera plant, you snap yep. it, you know, you peel it back, and you can you. So I would do that, you know. I, she would rub it on her face out you know and then i'd sneak off and like rub some of the aloe vera on my face okay and i'd be like i'd be like mom i need uh, i need a kiss good night <laughs> and so she'd kiss so she'd kiss me good night and she would taste this aloe vera and she's like Ugh, gross and I'm like, ah, got you and uh calvin would always like he would stuff pillows under the bed or like under the sheets to make it look to like he was still like in bed person. and jump yeah. out and scare his mom yeah yeah so I would do that to mom. Um, God, there was. Uh, did one, you get in trouble for any got, of this stuff? Oh yeah, I was actually just about to tell you the story. So there's one. Uh, there was one particular. 
God, I can't believe I remember this. My mom still remembers this. But uh, we went over her friend Barbara's house, a white lady that lived in Burbank. She was real, real sweet lady. And uh, there was this one uh, comic frame where he tells, where Calvin tells his mom, this stuff tastes like bat barf. Okay. You know, yeah, just, yeah. just, 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 just bat barf, just bat vomit, you know. Yeah. Re- yeah, reverse guano. That's all it is. You know, like it's, <laughs> it, and so, I, I, I said that at at Barbara's dinner table. Oh like, no. The, the food for and for the record, the food was good, but I just wanted to be mischievous, you know, and just yeah. kind of keep it going. So it's like this stuff tastes like bat barf. She's like. <gasps> Oh my god! Like I'm so sorry for my son. And I was like, I had to totally explain. I was like, yo, I'm just, I'm just I'm breaking kidding. balls. Like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this this goulash is pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's that's so. so funny. I would have probably gotten in a lot of trouble if I did that, but oh, I got in, I got in trouble, but like it was it was worth it in in a way because it let me know like it, it let me know that. It's sometimes it's fun to just be a little bit mischievous. Yeah. And it also, you know, it it gave me kind of a an escape, you know, just to I I guess maybe that's where the comedy came from is like you being mischievous just to get that reaction, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, who no, knows? I, you know? I get that. I hundred percent get that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go into comedy for the reason where like you grew up and you got reactions out of people and then you're like oh i like this like this is right then you keep doing it yeah yeah so who knows like we'll we'll never know you know so all of these uh obsessions do you have like any of this left over in your adulthood like do you have like Calvin and Hobbes books or like yep. you got a secret Transformers poster back there somewhere. Or? Um, I do have, I have a GI Joe tattoo. Uh, okay. Uh, I have, you know, I have like, I have a lot of geeky tattoos. Like Deadpool is my favorite comic character. And first of all, uh, let me get this out. Deadpool is one of my favorite comic characters before the movie, long before the tattoo I have is like, we're talking like I'm going back secret invasion you know like when he was going up against and and back when he was teaming up with domino and cable so like new warriors okay issue 75 holler at your boy when he was you know he's fighting tolliver okay so like don't don't at at me like yo you're not about that life my my you were an original fan an original deadpool fan okay yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah excuse me new new mutants i said new warriors but um um so yeah I was really, I was really about that. I got a Star Wars Tie Fighter tattooed on me. Oh wow! I did not uh, realize you had this many like geek, not geeky, but like you know the, those kind of tattoos. That's kind of cool. It, it was an, it was an escape. Like, yeah. It's always, it was an escape. I mean, I grew up, not to bring it down, but I grew up in Los Angeles in the eighties and nineties, and so I saw some shit that I just, excuse me, I saw some things I didn't want to see. Yeah. And you know, like to see people. I just didn't want to see certain things. And so I escaped into whatever media and medium I could, I could. And so, yeah. you know, I gravitated towards a lot of those things. You know, um, I would watch Star Trek, you know, um, with my father, he was a, the next generation kind of guy. And um, so I, you know, I thought it was I, all sci-fi. I, I got, I got into yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I think so. that was, I mean, I think the eighties and the nineties, there was a lot of sci-fi stuff that was coming out. And I can't remember when star Wars came out, but it was like such a big deal when, Mm -hmm. you know, the first star Wars movie came out. Um, Yeah. Seventies. Yeah. And then like, I think that really spurred like a, I I mean, I, I'm not as into the sci-fi thing, but I think that spurred Mm -hmm. like so many future generations of like other, I don't know, like, harry potter and uh yeah yeah yeah. no like all the classic tropes are there you know what i mean and so i for me personally it 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 definitely stuck with me you know the idea of working together as a team oh 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 i just remembered another cartoon like i was big into was like centurions oh my god centurions (laughs) was and silverhawks and pirates of the dark water uh 
Oh my, Conan the uh, Conan the the Adventurer, not the Barbarian, because that's you can't say that on a kids show. I was gonna say uh, I thought it was the Barbarian, but yeah, but it was like Conan the Adventurer. Oh, um, okay. Because like Barbarian, you know, that's there's you, a lot, yeah, of, small kids, there's a lot of pillaging that comes with that. And, yeah, 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 that. yeah, yeah. Bad. yeah. Bad. But I was just, I was just in, I was in the cartoons big. I, I, I really wanted to be a cartoonist. I used to buy. Uh, books on cartooning, uh, like learning how to draw. Like uh, there's these great Christopher Hart books that I recommend this to anybody that like just wants to learn. Like if you've never drawn before and you just want to get better at, you know, classic uh, books from yeah. uh, Christopher Hart, like how to draw comics, um, how to draw like cartoonish characters. Uh, and one of my favorite books um, how to draw comics the Marvel way, which is an old 1970s okay. Marvel comics. It's got uh, Stanley uh, John Romita Senior, uh, with uh, not, not Junior, but and then uh, Scamma. I always mess up his name or something like that. But it's it's classic 1970s uh, Captain America with like the the pirate boots. Yes. And, and the old school haircuts and it's just it's just a great so I, I i gravitated towards all that so i i to now that looking back thinking about all those comics that i shared that that i grew up on that were about togetherness friendship laughter mischief the military yep. um it kind of shaped your boy you know well, I mean, so. you're at, at that age that you're talking about when it started at like five or six. I mean, that's when a lot of things shape people. So that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just it's just more so like, OK, great. Uh, this is going to be stuff that I reveal to a therapist at some point. <laughs> you're going to be in therapy. You're going to be like, I had a breakthrough on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, well, the thing is, I haven't. OK, so, you know, I, I just moved here uh, about a year ago. So you know, I'm looking for a new therapist. So if you're listening, uh, <laughs> you know, if this, if you're, if you're listening, you're a certified uh, therapist, and you're looking for a new uh, geeky uh, client, and if you like to work, you know, bonus, you get some African American studies out of it. So like, holler at your boy. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. So did you? Because you mentioned the cartoonist stuff. Did you, are you a good drawer? Like, can you draw well? Yeah, I used to, oh my God. So um, for around fourth, fifth grade, I knew, I was like, I love drawing superheroes. I would draw, I knew the, I would read books on anatomy. Okay. Uh, male and female. And yeah. so I just started studying the anatomy. And so like, I, I knew how to draw uh, a very muscular frame, uh, curvy, uh full figured whatever you know like any voluptuous figures i knew how yeah. to, i knew how to like draw it not you know not perfect like you know my but big inspira big inspiration was jim lee um one of my favorite artists uh he he drew like a lot of the 92 x-men uh chris okay. claiborne um just that style that we all know if yeah. you go back uh you go back and you see like michael turner this was before my uh, Michael Turner came after I kind of quit. But like, if you look at Jim Lee's stuff in the early nineties and then compare it to Michael Turner, God rest his soul, he's no longer with us. Um, you can definitely see kind of an influence. Yeah. And so I was very, I was very much into their style. So I, I, I gravitated towards that. And so I would draw superheroes a lot. And there was another kid uh, in my class who also drew superheroes. And we were just these two little you know, blurs, black nerds, just, uh, <laughs> just drawing comics. Yeah. We'd have like, we'd have like knockoff versions of, <laughs> of all your superheroes. So yeah. instead of Spider-Man, we, we had spider guy. Um, uh, and like at this, at this time, fighting games were like the fighting games on, on Nintendo 64, super Nintendo, Sega, all that stuff. That was the thing. Yeah. So our our goal was to come up with our own fighting game. You know, there was like Clay oh. Fighter, there was Mortal Kombat, there was Street Fighter. So we 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 were world building, we were character building. So we we had all these different drafts. There was like, uh, 
X-Men's Ice Water or uh, Ice Man, but we had one called Ice Water. Like, okay. Yeah. This and is so, cool. What's crazy though, here, here's what's crazy. Okay. Is, is uh, he's a comedian now. He's also a comedian. He's also a comedian. We like wow. we, after after I left grade school, he went on. Um, I moved to Orange County. He stayed in L.A. His name's James Davis. He's, he had a Comedy Central special. He had a show on Comedy Central. He's a wow. good dude. Very funny. Uh, go follow James Davis. Uh, but like, yeah, him and I used to draw together all the time, and it's super super funny guy. And um, it's just crazy how like life works out. So I always look. You know, we we saw each other randomly at the comedy store like five years ago. Okay. And, but it's just crazy. And, and my stepsister knows his, his, his whole team and everything. So it's just wild. Small world. How, small yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were these two, we were these two geeky black kids in our, in a, in a, in a black class, but we were the black nerds. Yeah. And we were just the kids that were just in the sci-fi in the corner, cracking jokes and just drawing. And now we're both comics. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm in a way I'm grateful. It's interesting because I've heard that from a couple other people I've talked to recently where like they were really into something. And so was somebody else that they knew as a kid. And now they're both also stand up comedians. So it's like yeah, a yeah. parallel it's, that it's, I think runs with comics, you know? Maybe. You know, honestly, if when I when I found out that James was a comic and, and a comedian doing well for himself, you know, mm-hmm. I actually felt almost justified. I was like, oh, all right, cool. So it was all it, it all kind of worked out for both of us, you know, like, yeah, you know, we both went our we both went our separate ways and there was no there's no ill will. He's still a good dude, you know, like. It, yeah. it just like all right so there was there was a point to that it, it's kind of like a, a a nice piece to it yeah so it, yeah like it, i just remember just drawing with him that, those 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 were fun times yeah but i still draw every now and then yeah you know sorry um and do you keep have you kept any of your drawings from when you were a kid or did most yeah i still yeah. i still have i still have a few notebooks i have a storage unit back in salt lake and um, some of my old draw- drawings are still in there. Yeah. Um, I still draw on occasion. It is Inktober as yeah. we record this. And um, I love, like, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Inktober is basically for every day of October, you just draw. Draw, and yep. So I, yep, and just sketch, write whatever you want. You go, you type in hashtag Inktober, and you'll see a bunch of uh, artists ranging from all the way from, amateur doodlers to professionals and that's inktober so yeah i don't do it often but yeah i i still i still i still get down you dabble yeah so nice uh to have you on before we wrap is there you know anything you want to promote you want to tell us about full feather friday yeah there we go you don't have you don't have to so you know it's all good so okay so full feather friday is a silly bird show that i came up with in 2016 uh where it was just me just like looking at birds and because i thought birds were really dope yeah and and i was like oh my gosh there's a lot of different species of birds look how pretty this bird is and i would on my old instagram you go back and deep dive into my Instagram from 2016. There's me posting about full feather Friday. That was his first incarnation of it. Okay. And then in the midst of, uh, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this thing called COVID-19. There is a, yeah, there's, uh, and then there was like a global pandemic. It's, we're still going through it. Nothing is, nothing is fine. Um, you know, life is short, uh, hug your loved ones. Yeah. Um, we're dealing with that. I just came up, I decided to bring it back Yeah. because everyone was stuck inside. And so it was my way of just enjoy, you couldn't do anything. So I went back to bird watching. I love to watch, I, I love, you know, I love to watch birds do their thing. Yeah. Not like, not like in a creepy way, but I mean like, you know, I, I, you yeah, know, when I just, laugh because you say that. And I had pet birds that were constantly, constantly banging it out. 
And as really? a kid, I as a kid, I didn't know. I didn't know what was happening. And and then <laughs> like they kept having little baby cockatiels, and I was like, "Damn, these birds are banging." They they get in them intimates. Oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, like um, I just got into bird watching, and because we were all stuck in the house, so like yeah. that was it. It kind of brought it back for me, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this into a, a no reason bird show and it's a, it's a very niche market there's there's not a lot of bird watchers out there there's not a lot of uh, bird watchers that look like me out there so i don't know who's i don't know who the show is for it's I mean, really weird but i think a lot of people like it because it takes uh like like you said it, it takes that I don't know. There's so much serious going on right now to have yeah. you like get excited and yell about um, it, like the the osprey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just a reminder. Like, even though we're stuck in the house, you can still go outside. You can yeah. still like, uh, uh, you can still bird watch from your front porch. You can go for a walk and just remind yourself that nature. That's how. That's how I discovered how much I like birds. Yeah. One night, I I got really pissed off in Salt Lake City. Cause I was dealing with, you know, systematic racism and a glass ceiling that, you know, it just in that enfolded and unfolds us all. Yeah. And um, so I drove to Wyoming. Oh, wow. Yeah. I drove to Wyoming, which is North of Utah. And so then next thing you know, I'm out in the middle of the sticks. Um, it's about 5 PM dusk time. You know? Yeah. And so, and I just let out a guttural scream to mm-hmm. just, and I saw, I yelled, I screamed so loud that birds just flew above. And I was like, I saw, oh my gosh, I, I just scared a golden eagle. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God, that's a red-tailed wow. hawk. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a Western scrub jay. I didn't even know they were indigenous to this area. Next thing you know, like, I'm like, oh snap, like, I like birds. I want to <laughs> tell you about them. And my, that's my tagline for this, for this show yeah, is, yeah, yeah is I like birds. I want to tell you about them. It's a no reason bird show. It's family friendly. I basically for two minutes threaten you with bird knowledge and we're all smarter for it. Yeah. Well, Jay, it's been so fun having you on the podcast. Uh, besides Full Feather Friday, where can our listeners find you? Uh, just follow me on Twitter um, at an Instagram at it's Jay Whitaker. Uh, go on jaywhitaker.com. Uh, how do you spell my last name or my, my handles? It's I-T-S for it's J-A-Y. I'll spell it phonetically. Whiskey, Hotel, Indigo, Tango, Tango, Alpha, Kilo, Echo, Romeo. Perfect. And you guys have been listening to another episode of the Gimme Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you found us. And we'll see you again next week.